Welcome back to another episode of the Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Clinton, editor and contributor over at heartlandcollegesports.com. And uh, today we're talking uh, Big 12 scheduling matrix. That's right. We know what the schedules are going to look like for uh, the immediate future of the Big 12. And uh, we've, we've got some issues to talk about. We've got some exciting things to talk about. And uh, there's a lot of new coming to the Big 12 over the next couple of years. So uh, before we get started, if you guys like the show, please just consider subscribing. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes if you're listening there. Uh, if you do that, if you send a screenshot of that over to Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com, just email it over there to him. He'll get you a uh, Heartland College Sports koozie out in the mail. You'll really like them. They're put re- they're put together really well. They look good, uh, and they keep your beer cold. So uh, let's just jump right in here. All right, Big 12 scheduling matrix. Um, for the first time ever, the Big 12 is going to have 16 teams uh, to take to take into account when it comes up uh, when it comes time to to put schedules together. Obviously, that has uh, some of its own concerns, some of its own um, some own challenges. But at the end of the day, uh, this is this is just the way things are moving forward. And the 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 era of super conferences have really just they've taken over uh before our eyes luckily for the big 12 it is one of those quote unquote super conferences uh with 16 teams and they found a way to really thrive in the situation now today we've got some pretty major issues uh going going into this one but here's the deal it's it's one of those it's one of those things where you can't have it perfect every time. Uh, and so I, I understand what's happening. But at the at the end of the day, I, I feel like the Big 12 maybe lost sight uh, of some things on this. So let's, let's just go let's go into the problem first, just considering that uh, that we've got some some issues to uh, that we've got some issues to, to to tackle. The first one is. What what happened with what happened with with Farmageddon in 2027? Now, if you're unfamiliar, Farmageddon is is the name that that the annual Kansas State Iowa State uh, matchup has been has been given, and rightfully so. Two heavily uh, involved agricultural schools. They've been going at it for for over a hundred years. They've met for over a hundred years consecutively. And in 2027, that streak is going to come to an end. the The Big Twelve has decided that there are, are are only a select few rivalries that are going to continue each and every year, and Iowa State and Kansas State are not one of those. Um, according to to Brett McMurphy, Arizona Arizona State will continue to be played every year. BYU Utah will be played every year. Baylor TCU will be played annually, and Kansas Kansas State will be played annually. So, um, while while it makes sense, you know, at first glance to to only have one 
uh, annual opponent for for Kansas State, given their in-state rivalry with Kansas. I would still argue that it's more important to keep the it's more important to keep the tradition going, to keep the uh, the long-standing uh, relationship between those two schools playing each and every year alive. And the reason I say that is the difference, the biggest difference between college football and the NFL is the tradition and the pageantry and the details that happen outside the stadium before the game actually takes off. Sure, you know, NFL tailgating's come a long way over the last several years, and it has, but it still has no, it doesn't hold a candle to what we see at Iowa State, what we see at places like Kansas State. And and when these two fan bases get together every year, this is this is something that they've done longer than any of us have been alive. If you're listening to this podcast and you're older than 106 years old, I, I commend you. Uh, and I also thank you for taking the time uh, to listen to me being that old. I mean, that's, that is, uh, that's been a long time ago. 1917 was the first time that these two schools met. And they have played consecutively every year since then. And for uh, for the Big Twelve to to look over that and to say that now was the time for that to end, it's it's an oversight. It, it's truly it's an oversight. And while I I hardly imagine a, a, a place where that gets changed, I just personally I would love to see the Big Twelve find a way to um, to, to make this work and to get those two teams on the field together in 2027 somehow. Unfortunately, now that they have, have announced this, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know that they're going to be able to do that. And so, uh, it, it is tough. It, it's, it's tough to, um, it's tough to, to see. And really there, there's just nothing they can do about it at this point. Okay. Now that we have what they got wrong out of the way, we're, we're touching on the wrong, uh, things, the things that they got wrong first. Uh, now let's, let's touch on the things that they got right or the things that I'm most excited about. That is the inclusion of Utah, Arizona, Arizona state and Colorado into the big 12. This, this is, this is fun. This is really, really cool. So, um, if you guys, if you guys want to see what I'm talking about, uh, there is a link in our, um, there's a link in our in our story on the scheduling matrix uh, to the Big 12, and uh, th- they've got each team's opponents for the 2024 through the 2027 seasons laid out, and it's it's really exciting. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun to to just go out there and take a look. So in 2024, we're going to go alphabetically here with the new teams. In 2024, Arizona is looking at away games at BYU, Utah, at TCU, and at UCF. So, uh, you know, nothing really jumps off the page there. I, I think that trip to TCU is, is a fun one. Um, home games against Arizona State, obviously a, a weekly or a, a yearly uh, battle between those two. The one that really jumps off the page at me is Texas Tech. I think that Arizona and Texas Tech, given their proximity, um, you know, 
you've you've got New Mexico uh, separating the schools, but uh, the the proximity of these two fan bases, I think that this is a game that could become something uh, to get excited about. And it's and it's a semi annually game. Uh, you know, they're only going to play every other year, uh, but but that one to me looks like a lot of fun. Um, and, and another one on there is uh, a trip or or West Virginia traveling to to Arizona. Um, if that's a late, if that's a late season game, talk about a culture shock coming from, uh, Morgantown, West Virginia, and the climate there to Tucson, Arizona. Uh, can you, I mean, can you imagine that? Um, just, just a lot of fun there. Um, okay. Let's look at, let's look at some other ones here for, for Arizona. I, I like the, I like the matchup with Oklahoma state in 2025 that you get Oklahoma, Oklahoma state traveling, uh, out there to take on Utah, um, Arizona going to Iowa state. That's a fun one. Uh, that's, that's going to be a game where Arizona gets introduced to how tailgating, uh, goes in, in the big 12. Iowa state is one of the better, uh, atmospheres for that in 2025. So that'd be a fun one. Um, you see Arizona come to Lubbock in 2026. They also go to Kansas state in 2026. So, uh, that'll be the first time that they match up with the Wildcats. And uh, then, then we see, again, um, they're they're back at BYU that year. And then here's one that, that sticks out as well. Oklahoma State hosting Arizona in 2027. Um, that just feels, that feels like a lot of fun. I, I like the way that that broke out uh, for, for Arizona. So, uh, looks like a lot of fun on that one. I, I like seeing these these Big Twelve teams mixing it up with the new schools, uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. All right, uh, let's look at Arizona State's here. Obviously, uh, as we discussed, they they will travel to to Tucson to take on Arizona in twenty twenty four. They go to Oklahoma State, to Lubbock, and to uh, Manhattan, Kansas in twenty four. Uh, that's, that's a, that's a tough draw. Uh, that's a tough draw for Arizona state. Those three places are not, none of those are easy to play. Uh, and on top of that, you got to go to Nippert stadium and play Cincinnati, uh, which I can speak from firsthand experience is much louder than you would expect 40,000 people to sound. So, um, Arizona state's got a tough, a tough road slate ahead of them in 24. They will get BYU, Utah, Kansas and UCF at home in the 2024 season, uh, which, which is a good, you know, that's a good home slate there for them. Let's look at what they've got, um, in, in the rest of the, in the three seasons afterwards that kind of catches my eye. Uh, they go to Ames in 2025. That ought to be a fun one. TCU, TCU, Arizona state feels like a game that could be, that could become a lot of fun. Uh, I think those two fan bases, uh, you know, I, I see a lot of things kind of in common with their fan bases uh, and something that they, they should both really enjoy. Obviously, TCU has been a lot more successful as of late, but I think that would be a fun one. Um, they also uh, will get Oklahoma State in um, in Tempe, which we've seen these two play home-and-home uh, home series here recently, so that one, uh, that'll be fun to see Oklahoma State return back to Tempe. Uh, you you go again to Lubbock in 2026, which ought to be fun. Their first road trip all the way over to West Virginia is in 2027. So uh, 
uh, Arizona State President uh, or Athletic Director, rather, Ray Anderson, I believe is his name. He does not have to make that uh, trip. He begrudgingly had to uh, apologize for the the comments made on this, but uh, he'll have to go to Morgantown in 2027, so that'll be fun. Uh, and then the the last one that I see that that really piques my interest is uh, is the BYU, um, or excuse me, the the Utah uh, um, game there in 2027 uh, in in Tempe. So that'll be a lot of fun. All right, let's look at Colorado. Uh, this one is this one's great. Uh, I, I just love seeing the old Big Twelve uh, teams or, or Big Eight even. Uh, they go to Lawrence, which that's just a lot of fun in and of itself. Um, you know, seeing seeing them back uh, in David Booth Memorial Stadium will be a lot of fun. Uh, you also get Kansas State at home in that first year, so so you'll have Kansas State and. Uh, uh, Kansas on on the on the docket that first year. You also get Oklahoma State at home uh, in that one, which is an old Big Eight matchup. So uh, that one's going to be a lot of fun. You you do have uh, Baylor and Texas Tech also on the list there in, in 2024, and then obviously newer Big Twelve teams such as uh, Cincinnati and UCF are on there as well. You do get Arizona and Utah uh, one away and one home on that one, so that's fun. Uh, rest of the way, looking through, I see Iowa State there in 2025. You you get Iowa State at home. That one looks like a lot of fun. Uh, you draw Kansas State again, uh, this time going to Manhattan in 25. And uh, then the the first time they make their trip back to Stillwater in several years comes in 2026. That one's one to be looking at. And then um, you, you make your your first trip back to uh, Iowa State, back to Ames for the first time in a while in 2027 for Colorado. So a um, lot, of, lot of intriguing matchups there. And then finally, uh, Utah, we look at Utah. Uh, first thing, obviously, that you notice is the Holy War is on, is on, this, uh, on this list every year, which is, which is great. I think that's going to become the new uh, big-time rivalry game with, with Bedlam leaving and then obviously Oklahoma, Texas Tech or Oklahoma, Texas, rather, and the Red River rivalry leaving, I think that uh, BYU-Utah steps in uh, and becomes the, the dominant rivalry in this in this league, uh, especially since we're getting rid of Farmageddon, it appears. Um, but anyways, uh, Utah makes its trips to uh, Arizona State, to Colorado, uh, to Utah, and uh, also makes a trip all the way over uh, to Central Florida in 24, and and also goes to Boone Pickens Stadium to take on Oklahoma State. Uh, they get Arizona, BYU, TCU, and Iowa State at home their first year, uh, being next season. So that one will be interesting. Um, the 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 ones that stick out to me, they go to Morgantown in 2025. That is a long road trip, but an, but a good one. Um, Kansas State fans who travel really, really well, they'll get the chance to go up to Salt Lake in 2025. So that one looks like a lot of fun. Texas Tech also travels well and will be uh, in in Salt Lake in 25. Uh, you you get Colorado, TCU, Iowa State, uh, all look like intriguing matchups there in uh, w- with Utah on the road in those in 26. Um, West Virginia travels all the way across the country. 
back there in 26. And then uh, you see you see them traveling to uh, Stillwater for the first time in 2027. So that one looks like fun. Uh, they'll also be making their second trip to uh, TCU that year. So uh, lots of good stuff, lots of good new uh, new blood coming in the in the Big 12. And uh, that scheduling scheduling matrix, it looks like they did a, a pretty good job. Other than that absolute blunder of of missing out on uh, on having um, Farmageddon be a an annual meeting. So, yeah, um, that's gonna that's gonna wrap it. Oh no, it is not gonna wrap it up for us. We have to do our uh, we about forgot. Uh, you guys, you guys almost let me forget. Uh, we've got to do our uh, studs and duds from last week. Um, the the uh, I, I had a couple of these picked out here. Um, we're we're uh, hold with me here just shortly. Okay, all right. So our 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 dud of the week is none other than BYU quarterback Keaton Slovis. Uh, look, BYU can't run the football um, whatsoever. And so their their offense uh, runs through him. BYU went down to Texas this last week, and they got beat thirty five to six. Keaton Slovis, uh, one hundred ninety seven yards rushing, or excuse me, one hundred ninety seven yards passing, two interceptions, two sacks on the day. Uh, tough day, tough day for the Cougars. Tough day for Keaton Slovis. Um, and you know that that one obviously hurts. And the the other one I'm going with here is is Bo Nix. This is my stud of the day for last week in a huge game against Utah. Uh, top 13 matchup here. Bo Nix uh, does exactly what he needed to do in this game. Uh, he he led the uh, he led the Ducks uh, to victory. 248 passing yards, two touchdowns through the air, 95.2 QBR. So he's really effective. 21 of 34 passing. He also added a touchdown on the ground. Uh, took really good care of the football, and the Ducks took care of Utah, uh, moving on uh, to seven and one on the year. And they look like a team that could make a run at the at the uh, college football playoff coming in at number six in the initial rankings. So that'll be one to to watch. Now <laughs> that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys very much for tuning into the show. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening each and every week. If you like the show, just remember go and uh, and leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. And uh, give us a uh, subscription if you guys feel like that. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, just subscribe to the show so you know when we release our latest uh, episodes. And uh, send a screenshot of your review over there to Pete Mundo at heartwoodcollegesports.com. And he'll get you one of these koozies out in the mail as soon as he can. I'm Brian Clinton, and we will catch you next time out here in the portal.